Welcome to Ardor's Erotic Reflections. In this podcast, Ardor gives you glimpses into some of his stories and talks about his odd and pointless views on gender, sex, and all things erotic. The bonus chapter for The Study, like all my other bonus chapters, is only available through my website, ardorotica.com. You can read the sample chapter for it and all my other stories for free right off my website. So why not check them out? Now, let's check out this rebroadcast of a 2014 podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of Ardor's Erotic Reflections. Don't forget about my other podcast though, Art Erotica. On that podcast, I read excerpts from some of my stories and talk about the trouble I get into. You have to go to my website, arterotica.com, to get that show. That's A-R-D-O-R-O-T-I-C-A dot com. You'll find the show on my podcast page, where you can use the feed link to subscribe to it through iTunes or any other podcatcher that you like to use. You can also listen to it directly from my website. It's all free, but you'll have to go to my website to check it out. So, um, anyone out there remember me? I hope so. Otherwise, I'm just talking to myself. Although, that wouldn't be the first time that's happened. Anyway, I'm back on the interwebs to talk about a bunch of stuff. First off, I recently published a new book on Amazon for the Kindle and Barnes & Noble for the Nook. It's called The Study. You can find a sample of it on my website or read the sample chapter on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It's a beep play story. I really like the way it came out. Very hot. In fact, it's already gotten some great positive reviews. The funny part is that this started out as a short story for a beep ebook that I'm currently working on. The story just took on a life of its own and refused to be kept under 7,000 words. So I decided to give this story what it needed and make it a full book of its own. It's the story of a college guy whose professor asks him to take part in a very special study. A study that takes control of his life and leads him places he never thought he'd be. Places he never thought he'd enjoy as much as he does. The story's so hot, it's hard for me to say much more here. iTunes will only allow me to go so far before they boot me off their system for being a naughty, naughty boy. (laughs) The best thing to do is download the free sample chapter from Amazon or Barnes & Noble. You'll get a nice chunk of the book, and that will let you know if the story's for you. As I said earlier, I'm finishing up another compilation of beep stories. That should be out shortly. Then, I may just do some more beep fiction. Both of those types of stories are so much fun and popular that it's hard for me not to write them. The best way to encourage me to write the kinds of stories you like, though, is with positive reviews. The more I get of them for a particular type of story, the more I realize how much you people want to read them. I have a whole page on my website on how to put up a positive review on Amazon without your neighbors finding out you like to read dirty stories. So, go on over and check it out. Oh, and that reminds me, Good Morning Neighbor reached its goal. I uploaded the bonus chapter for all to read. So if you bought that book in the past, or you're going to buy it in the future, you now get the bonus chapter. And I want to give a special thanks to those who gave it positive reviews. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. Now, in the crazy thoughts that run through my brain category, I want to talk about something I saw on The View of all places. I don't remember exactly what she said, but Sherry Shepard, for some reason, was talking about how shocking it was the first time she saw male beep. I always find these kinds of things interesting. 
not because they're right or wrong, but because you get another person's perspective on things. To illustrate how she felt about her first viewing of the male beep, Miss Shepard threw her hands up in the air and had an exaggerated expression of shock on her face. Now, I know most of this was probably dramatized for entertainment's sake, but that still doesn't stop me from thinking, why would it be so shocking? I can't help wonder if part of the reason could be our lack of non beep, beep in general. There is almost no non-threatening, non-speep in our lives. I mean, think about it. Anytime you see a beep person, whether literally or implied, it's either got some kind of beep spin to it, or it's weird, creepy, or maybe even threatening in some way. There is, of course, your significant other, which I hope for your sake isn't weird, creepy, or threatening, but that's usually beep too, isn't it? Most people don't spend much time around each other just being beep. I think that's kind of sad. When we're beep, we're ourselves at our most basic level. We're not hiding anything, we're not pretending to be anything, we're just ourselves, and maybe a bit more open than we are when we're dressed. Anyway, unless you happen to grow up a naturist or a beep, you really don't know what the opposite sex looks like until you find beep or have your first beep encounter. I know that the first time I saw a beep woman was in my dad's Playboys. Beep is almost always a distorted view of beep, and I often wonder what effect that had on me. I try to imagine sometimes what it might be like to grow up as a naturist. What would it be like to just know what the opposite sex looked like beep from the day you were born and not have it be a big deal? How would that change my interaction with women and how I thought about them? How would it affect my beep life? I have a really hard time trying to figure out what that would be like. It's just too far out of my realm of experience. Having grown up in the normal world, a beep woman isn't a common everyday occurrence. It's considered something special. The beep female body has been fetishized to such an amazing degree that the mere presence of a beep woman is considered sexual. She doesn't have to do or say anything specific to be considered beep. She just has to be beep. And if you're a male, you're probably not at all surprised by that idea. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? Well, in fact, I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be. I think that's the way we've made it be. Men are trained from a very young age to look at women that way. Sometimes through very subtle means and other times in very overt ways. Women, on the other hand, to come back to Miss Shepard's shocking first peek at the male beep, are taught very different things. They don't have the luxury men do in looking at women. I think a very large factor in women's lack of interest in the male body is slut shaming. Now, that's not to say that women don't look at the male body. I know they do. I was just recently told by a woman that I have a very nice butt. Thank you very much. So women do look. They're just more discreet about it than men. Why? Because a woman caught looking wantonly at a man's body is good for one thing, right? And we know what happens to those types of women, right? Nothing good. If a woman gives in too easily, she's a beep. And we all know what happens to beep. They don't find a nice guy, they don't get taken home to meet mama, they don't get married, and they don't have 2.5 kids and a white picket fence. Because, after all, that's what all women must want or they're questioned about their goals in life. Of course, that's all BS and unfair to both sexes. As a result, most of us don't get what we want. Men are driven to want beep they can't get, and women don't want beep because they either feel too pressured or are afraid of what it might seem like to their man. I really think we've got everything all turned upside down and backwards, and we're just fighting our own best interests. One of the things I like to do, sort of for fun, is 
try to imagine a world that has gender equality, where both sexes are free, equal, and allowed to express themselves without repercussions. Then, I try to come up with the rules and customs that will allow that world to exist. It's the weird kind of mental exercise that writers like to do. It's not easy, though. To be able to look past what you've been taught is natural, regardless of how wrong it is, is difficult. I like doing difficult things, though. It keeps me out of trouble. Maybe someday I'll work it all out, and you'll find it in one of my books. Until then, you'll have to be satisfied with the naughty little tales I have to offer you. Stop by my website today and get a free ebook and see how simple it is to put my books on your favorite device. Thanks for listening to Arter's Erotic Reflections. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out his other podcast, Art Erotica. You'll find it on his podcast page on his website, arterotica.com. That's A-R-D-O-R-O-T-I-C-A dot com. It's also free and has excerpts of some of the stories. Listen, subscribe, and see you next time on Ardor's Erotic Reflections.